All right, day 316. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm John. And I'm Keith. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to look through it and see God. We don't come to it primarily to look at it um, and see ourselves. All right, we started off with that intro. I can't count how many times, but I think yeah. it it is the most basic thing that when you understand this about Bible study, it unlocks everything, all right? Yeah. So one of the very first things you do is you read through a passage. If you're having a hard time understanding it, ask and answer this one question, yeah. What does this teach me about God? Mm. What am I learning about God? What do I learn about God here? And mm. as you answer that, I mean, yeah, it unlocks the front door of so much meaning. Yeah, absolutely. That's ex that's an excellent way to start, man. Because the main thought, and I just try to, you know, when I read these these daily joints, I like, all right, what's the one takeaway right. I got? And it's like, yo, God protects His people, right, right, yeah. and that can lead us. That should lead us to trust Him in the midst of trouble. Yep, right. Yeah. Just basic truth, and it's like. No, you see how this psalm starts. First off, this is the first psalm with a title, <laughs> right? Right. It's like, yo, David was fleeing from Absalom. Just a little background context so y'all know, right? The psalmist is going to say. And in the first two verses, David's going to go on and say, yo, Lord, how my foes increase. There are many who attack me. Many say about me, there's no help for him and God. If you look at it in Hebrew, the, the root for numerous or many or increase is used three times in two verses. Right. So in other words, David is like, yo, there are overwhelming odds <laughs> out there against me right and he's like yo that's not even the worst part they talking greasy god <laughs> that's what i'm saying they they talking smack right right and they're like yo like god in other words they're like yo god can't save you either bro we, we <laughs> want your head and god can't save you right that's essentially what my man is going up against yeah and we see this is a psalm of trust. We see the trust and the confidence that David has in God's character, his person, and his works. This is what I'm saying. So verse one and two, they out to get me, right? <laughs> uh, Selah, right? Pause. Let's reflect. Yeah. Think about yeah. where we are. And then verse three and four, right? Well, one of the things that you learn about God is that when you are stressed, God cares about it. God wants to hear it from you. So then Absolutely. verse three and four, he says, I, but Lord, you are a shield around me, my glory yeah. and the one who lifts up my head. I cry yeah. aloud to the Lord, look, and he answers me from mm. his holy mountain, right? This mountain is a position of stability and power. So what he's yeah. saying is, yo, people are out to get me, but I cry out to God and I know that there is a source of divine, not just intervention, right? Mm. But divine protection. There's a lot of protection. people that, can intervene when things go wrong, but you want somebody that can protect you to intervene. And what you learn about God is that God cares, God hears, God answers, God mm. responds. And that man, verse five, mm -hmm. I lie down and sleep. It's not mm -hmm. an eternal sleep, right? I don't go to my grave. He no, no, no. says, I wake up again and because the Lord sustains me. I will not yeah. be afraid of thousands of people who have taken their stand against me on every side. Here's what takes place. People are coming against him. He's running for his life from mm -hmm. his son. Betrayed, mm -hmm. 
right? As a king, once again, he's the rightful yeah. king. Mm -hmm. Before David took the throne, Saul was after his head. After yeah. he had the throne, Absalom is at his head. Yeah. And he cries out to God. And as a result of knowing that God responds, he's like, man, I'm... Man, I'm about to turn the AC real low. Put the fan on. I'm gonna bring the uh -huh. covers up to my neck. Yo, I'm I'm gonna roll over. I'm gonna right. At just the whole thing, man. That yeah. peace. Like if if your prayers reach God's ears, then you can fall asleep in His arms. Mm. If your prayers reach God's ears, that's if you're good, confident bro. that they do, then you can fall yeah. asleep in His arms. Man, that's so excellent. Yeah, bro. And it's like a. Hey man, man, I'm sleeping better than I ever have. <laughs> like that's how confident, right? The very thing that keep that should keep him up at night, right, is actually like you know what? Because I know God's protection, I'm actually get even better sleep. Our confidence should never fluctuate, right? Our confidence in God should never fluctuate uh, with our circumstances. In five through six, bro, we we see yeah. that he you know cries out to God, and in seven through eight, we see what he cries out mm. to God, right? So it's right. like yo, he just wouldn't. Yeah, crying. He probably was crying, just sobbing. But it's like, yo, rise up, save me. Yeah. Right? And what I love about this, bro, because in, in, in verse 2, they say there's no help or no salvation right. for him and God. And you know what he calls on God to do? Right. He says, yo, God, be who you are mm. and provide salvation. The exact same word that he says folks was mocking him right. about. He comes back and calls God, calls on God to do it. And he says, rise up. That's a military term. Right. And God is seen as this warrior who fights for his people, mm. right? God delivers his people, bro. Yeah. He provides salvation from our enemies. And we know this is true right. because he's provided salvation from our greatest enemy. Yep. In sin, Jesus. In Jesus Christ, he's provided salvation from sin and Satan and death. Yeah. So we know that anything on this earth, yeah. that's light work for God. That's what I'm saying, bro. And, and so we can go to bed. <laughs> that's it. And that's not it just that he has provided it in Jesus, but how he has. You remember, mm. Jesus was on the cross and people were saying there ain't no help for him in God. Let God save him. Putting him on the cross is saying God ain't going to help him. They're saying yeah. he's cursed. And yeah. Jesus was cursed for us so that we could experience God's blessing on the cross. Amen. Jesus cried out for forgiveness for all of us so that this, look, any charge brought up that God has forgotten you, you mm. podcaster, wherever you are, any mm. charge that God has forgotten you. If your circumstances are overwhelming, bro, any charge that brought up that God has forgotten you is a lie, fam. It's a lie. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lie. Satan is a master of this, but Jesus was forsaken and forgotten, and he was the last one of God's children to be forsaken mm. and mm. forgotten, to ever pray in all sincerity, right? Mm. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That was not the case for him. It was proven by the fact that he rose from the dead and he's provided his spirit to you so that the same confidence that he had as he walked through life can be instilled and implanted in you if your prayers reach god's ears because they soar on the back of jesus then you can fall asleep in his arms oh man let's pray father we ask that you would uh give us the peace uh that you provide uh, by way of knowing your protection help us to trust you in the midst of trouble help our confidence in you to not be shaken 
by our circumstances because you are the God of salvation. You are our helper and our savior. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.